This is Millennial Money Mindset. If you want the fruits, you need the roots. Thanks so much for joining us. This is 10 of the best books of all time. So I've brought it down to 10 books of all time. What I'm gonna do, it's quite tricky to get the 10 best books of all time. So I'm gonna break it into two. I'm gonna go 10 books today, and then we're gonna do another 10 books another time. So these are 10 books to read in your 20s. So if you're a millennial and you're not sure what books to read, these are the ones, these are the ones gonna change your life. We've got some oh, absolute classics um, that are coming up. So stay right to the end. We're going to reveal these 10 books. And these are books that are actually going to change your life. So these are non-fiction books. These are personal development books. These are business books. These are personal finance books. And these are the books that if you're going down a certain path in life, one of these books, read this book, this is going to take you off on a whole nother trajectory. This is going to improve your life for the better. So these are 10 books that have actually changed my life. So I wouldn't be a different person without these books so yeah this is these are one of the reasons why books are so important and why myself have started an education company called money tips tax investment property pension savings we educate empower and money coach better investing and we want to make more money into your give more money into your pocket more time in your day and more happiness in your life and if that sounds good then subscribe subscribe to millennial money mindset youtube channel if you're listening to it on podcasts, subscribe to the podcast. If you're listening to this on TikTok, then we're Money Tips on TikTok. Subscribe, please like, please subscribe, please tell a friend because it really helps us out. We're a, a startup. We believe in better education and we're independent, we're impartial, and we are we're basically free to for to give our own opinion. So there's lots of other people who are who are restricted I used to be a financial advisor I couldn't give you the the information that I can give you today because I could only uh, give advice on the certain products that we have so we can give we're impartials and we're independent we can give talk about any platform that's right for you and that's why we're different we educate empower and guide better investing so we don't give specific advice we give uh, we empower you to make your own decisions with your money and we can save you thousands of pounds compared to a financial advisor because of this. So let's get right through this. So I'm excited to talk about that. The, we're going to do 10 books today. We're going to do 10 books another time because I literally couldn't fit any more books in today. So let's go into it. So what are your favorite books before we start? Write in the comments any books that you've changed your life, any books that have changed your thinking or any books that have improved your life for the better. So let's go right through this. So number one, start with why. So we have to start with why. So this is a, almost like a cliche. I felt almost I shouldn't include this book because I held off reading this book for so long. So it's Simon Sinek and he basically, he was a, I watched his TED talk. You might've seen him on, on YouTube. You might've seen him on social media. And it was almost a walking cliche about Simon Sinek. And he's also, so this is why I was like, oh, I can't put this book in. And I held off reading this book for so long. Start with why? Because I kind of thought, why? What, what more could I learn about this book? But I was pleasantly surprised. I decided to buy it and it's, it gives practical examples. He talks about the Wright brothers, where they started to, they, they built the first aeroplane. He talks about Apple, the, comp the technology company Apple, and they changed conventional thinking. And he talks about Martin Luther King as well and his I Have a Dream speech. And essentially, any if you understand your why, then any how is possible. And that was quite impactful for me. And basically, it's 
um, it, yeah, essentially, it doesn't matter what, what your how is. If you understand your why, then it kind of gives you a step in the right direction. You, you can go in the right direction once you understand why you're doing it. What are you doing in, in your life? And it comes down to we're wired as humans. So we have an emotional kind of part in our brain which has to kind of link our why. We have to actually think like, actually, we, we find our why first before we go to the kind of the what and then the how. So it's actually ingrained in us as humans to kind of think, look at the why first of all. So if you coming back to Apple, they essentially, they change con, con, uh, conventional thinking and they, they change kind of technology for the better. If you look at the iPhone, I'm recording this YouTube live, uh, this TikTok live on an iPhone and they boil it down to one button. You've got, only got one button on the front and so it kind of changed how we think about things and change about kind of clunky technology. And he explains this in his book really well. So he uses kind of good kind of examples. It's a really good, good starter book. If you've never read any non-fiction before or any kind of business books or kind of personal development books, this is a really good book to start. So start with why. It's really simple. It's a simple book to read. He talks about another one is the, the kind of the image that comes to me is the, he talks about the golden circle and it's your, your why is at the center. If you've ever seen his TED Talks, he talks about your why at the, the center, then your kind of your what and then your how. And then, so that was kind of quite impactful for me. So number one of the best books in your 20, you can read in your 20s, Start With Why by Simon, Simon Sinek. So number two is Donut Economics. And I'm a huge fan of this book, Donut Economics. And so, and it's written by Kate Raworth. And I'm kind of a, a big fan of Kate Raworth. I've gone to see her speak. I went to seen her, a few of her, um, her lectures in Oxford University. I saw her speak there. And I also, I, I, my company Money Tips, we also, we used to be located in Oxford in a small little um, startup kind of hub. And her company, uh, which is built now, is Donut Economics. It's called Deal, it's is it Donut Economics Action Labs. And they're all based there as well. I didn't actually see her there, but um, it's, it was quite a big building. But yeah, they were based there as well. So it was quite cool to be in the same building as um, one of my favorite books. So Donut Economics, so what is this all about? Essentially, it's talking about how you can change the world for the better. So I don't know if you can read, see that there. It's essentially like a, think of the world like a donut and it's, you've got your ecological ceiling on the outside and you've got your kind of social foundation on the inside. And essentially we are kind of going through an environmental crisis at the moment where we're consuming too much of natural resources. We're producing too much CO2, which is causing global warming and the donut is a, a, a solution to these these kind of ecological problems, and the number one kind of factor she talks about is changing GDP, gross domestic product, to something more meaningful. So, essentially, changing gross domestic product, which is how we measure how successful we are um, econ economically. So, companies and countries basically look at their GDP, how much have you produced, and it is a kind of a, a kind of outdated model that we use today, and I actually talk about this in my book, Millennial Money Mindset. The, if you want the fruits, you need the roots. About actually, one of the key ways to change the world is to change the measure. If we start measuring things differently, then you, we can actually change 
the world for the better. We're not going to, so for instance, for using GDP, if you went out and had a car crash, that would obviously be devastating for you and your family. Your car would be written off, but that would be a positive thing for GDP because you'd have to get your car, you'd have to buy a new repair, you'd have to either repair your car or get a new car. You would go to the hospital and you'd have maybe you'd have whiplash or something and then that you'd have to pay for doctors you have to pay for even if you're an nhs that's still you know money being spent and essentially this is a bad thing for the world in general having a gdp it's a really bad measure it was the the economic the economist who came out with this originally was brilliant it's a very clever way of of measuring things but it was it came out during world war one or two i think it was and essentially it was basically measuring how many tanks you could produce and yeah it was it, it's not a good measure gdp so that was a kind of that's donut economics which is yeah as i said it's a great book by kate raworth you can see the donut there which is essentially how to measure things differently it is and it talks about is growth killing our planet so this kind of endless growth model that we're we're following at the moment is actually killing the planet we're producing more we're consuming more and actually using up the earth's natural resources this is not a good thing and this is what kate Raworth talks in her book donut Eat economics which is the 10 best books that you should be reading in your 20s and it also saying like look to nature when you're talking about economics this book makes economics it seems quite a scary topic you, if, especially if you've never studied it I remember studying it at university and I didn't really get it until um, kind of later in life when I was I studied it when I was doing I, I worked in shipping and I studied my chart shipbroking qualifications so economics can be quite a scary topic but she breaks it down really well and really easily in her book and she talks about economics is just it what the um, the, the word economics actually comes from household. It's Greek for household. And just think of it like your household bills. Money comes in, you spend money and um, you, from your income, and then you spend money and the money goes out. And the world ec economics just works the same way. Money comes in, money comes out. She breaks it down really easily. Highly recommend Donut Economics. And it was really influential for my own book, Millennial Money Mindset. If you want the fruits, you need the roots. So number book number three of the 10 best books of you should be reading in your 20s. So Rich Dad Poor Dad. And this is almost a cliche because Rich Dad Poor Dad comes on every list, every or every good list, I should say. And I've, I've been on a number of forums and people, a lot of people say they don't get why Donut Economics is so good or so why Rich Dad Poor Dad is so good. And, and they don't really think it's really relevant anymore and I think that's because it was written in 1997 I should say this is a is a rich dad poor dad book but it's not the the rich dad poor dad book I actually gave that away I used to I quite often give books away because I'm a massive reader and um, once I've read a book I quite often give give books to this client but give to clients but rich dad poor dad there's loads of books that's another book written by him rich retire young retire rich or Real Estate Riches, there's loads of Rich Dad Poor Dad books. I've read most of them. I've even been to some of his seminars. I'm a big fan, big Robert Kiyosaki fan. I would actually even go as far as saying he should get a Nobel Prize for the work he's done because basically we're in a different world than we were in 1997. In those days, it was quite normal to, the, the model 
would be go to school, get good grades, go to university, get a good job, work your, get a mortgage, then basically work all your life and then retire at 65 and then basically sit around until you die. And that was the model that we followed. And basically Rich Dad Porter or real Robert Kiyosaki said, no, actually that's a better model. We can actually create assets like buy housing, put money into the stock market, create your own business. And essentially these, this is a better way to, to live or to become rich. And with when you become rich, then you, you're, you have sec more security, you have more freedom, you have more options to do what you want to do in life. And this is essentially what Robert Kiyosaki talks about in not just Rich Dad Poor Dad, but in all his books like this one here. So another reason why Rich Dad Poor Dad is so good is because he talks in stories. So the whole book is a story. So it's him as a kid and essentially it's he has a rich dad who owns a business and he has a poor dad who is a teacher and essentially he works or you know he work trades his time for money and never becomes financially free. He works till he's you know 50, 60 years old but then he retires and essentially what what Robert Kiyosaki does, he essentially gives this allegory or a kind of analogy of actually what you can do. It may be a bit out of date now. It was written in 1997. A lot of the stuff he talks about is buying property. And at the moment in London, property prices are out of reach for most people, especially most millennials. So it's quite tricky to, to do what he did, he would used to buy up loads of properties when property was cheap. But today that's that's trickier to do because house prices are so expensive and you can't borrow to that um, to buy numerous properties like what he suggested in his early books. So essentially the, the one key takeaway as well is assets are something that puts money into your pocket, whereas liability is something that takes money out of your pocket. So that's, if you're gonna take away one aspect from this book is Assets put something into your pocket, whereas a liability takes money out of your pocket. So number four of the books that every 20-year-old should read, 10 books of your 20s, is The Science of Getting Rich. And I love this book. This is by Wallace Wattles. And I published this book my book myself. So Money Tips Publish is a publisher, and we acquire rights to um, books. And one of the books we acquired was um, the Science of Getting Rich. So you can, uh, we'll put this in the link below, but I highly recommend it. This is um, kind of a blast into to change your money mindset. It's it's, it's a bit woo-woo, it's a bit out there, um, but it's highly recommend it. It's a step-by-step -step guide to riches. And he talks a lot about kind of a law of attraction as well. So the book called The Secret, was based or was heavily influenced by this book by Wallace Wattles and that went on to sell tens of millions of copies. But the, the thing that The Secret missed out or The Law of Attraction misses out is action. So I think what number one of the chapters of the book is is action. I can't remember what chapter it is. I was going to look there. But essentially it's not about kind of thinking, sitting in your room, thinking of a mansion and a mansion is going to magically appear outside your house it's actually going out into the world and taking action and he talks a lot about taking action collaboratively and not competitively so he talks about finding areas where you can have your niche finding kind of work where fits your personality or fits your skills and essentially do this 
consistently every day. And this is essentially how you can become rich. Science of getting rich, highly recommend it. As I said, this is a money tips book. So you can, if you're gonna buy it, buy this book, buy this version. It's also got a bonus section of um, the science of being well. And it's also, I write the introduction to this book as well, The Science of Getting Rich. So highly recommend that. So number five is Millennial Money Mindset. So this is my book written by Neil Doig. So I wrote this book in 2018. It was shortlisted by the Financial Times Writing Prize and it was an Amazon bestseller. So essentially the reason why I wrote this book, I wanted to condense all the the best books and create one ultimate investing book and to give a five-step method to getting better with money, you know, five-step method to investing. And each chapter is like a story or analogy. It's loads of diagrams to make it real simple, easy, and achievable. And essentially, it's the ultimate investing guide. So if you are thinking, I've got some savings, I want to invest, even if you don't have any savings and you think, actually, I need to get better with my money, then this is the perfect book. You can even give it as a present to a, a friend, a family member, or a work colleague. And every book bought, if you we plant a tree on your behalf so you can feel good that you're doing your part for the environmental crisis that we're all facing today. So millennial money mindset. I was a financial advisor charging tens of thousands of pounds for the same information and I didn't feel comfortable helping high net worth individuals save more tax. I thought how many hospital beds could that provide? How many school books could that provide? How many library books could that provide? So essentially I left that job as a financial advisor and created my own money coaching company. So we're different, we educate and empower and coach better investing rather than giving specific advice. And by doing that we can save tens of thousands of pounds over your lifetime. So each chapter is a story and analogy to make things simple, easy, and achievable. And it gets quite deep and meaningful. I, halfway through, I actually discovered actually life is not just about money. It's actually about happiness and becoming a better version of yourself and finding your meaning in life. So at the end of the book, we give the steps to actually how do you find meaning in life and there's four steps to this and there's like uh, four circles that you look for and it's the bullseye essentially is where your would where you can make the greatest impact or great make the greatest contribution in life so millennial money mindset if you want the fruits you need the roots highly recommend getting that today it's on on amazon in print kindle or audible version get an audio book so i'm going to put a link down below to an audible 30-day um, audible free trial. So you can pick that up as a free trial. Put it in, to your, put it in, listen as you're commuting to work. In the car, you can listen to it while driving around in traffic. Actually make use of that time. Or if you're cooking, you can listen to an audiobook as you cook and actually learn while you cook. So highly recommend this. It's gonna, this is, as I said, these books are books that are gonna impact your life. They're gonna change your life. They, you're gonna go in one direction, read this book, and you're gonna get actually off into a better direction. So this is why I wrote this book, Millennial Money Mindset. If you want the fruits, you need the roots. Get your copy today. So six, number six of the best books you should be reading in your 20s. We've got the four hour work week. So by Tim Ferriss, huge fan of this. Have you heard of this book? In, write in your comments. Please like, please subscribe, please tell a friend. So any other books that we haven't heard yet, write in the comments your favorite books that you've read 
recently or over your lifetime what else would you what else would you put into this book four hour work week great book essentially it's about automating your time and getting more out of life he breaks it down into four steps so he uses the analogy uh, the acronym deal so d e a l which is defined actually define what you want out of life what do you want what what is what's going to make you happy and he talks a lot about happiness as well in this book he talks about going chasing excitement don't kind of the kind of conformity that you you kind of follow in the nine to five kind of rat race it's not the it's not the answer to everything so he talks about define what do you actually want out of life what makes you happy and so he talks about that tim ferris and he says eliminate so he talks about eliminate everything in your workload so if you're doing tasks that are not actually getting to you you're getting kind of further on in your job then eliminate that you can either delegate that or yeah essentially get um get getting rid of it don't don't do kind of meaningless tasks just because it's there just because it's it's on a checklist to do get rid of it eliminate it and actually focus on what's going to make you happy or focus on what's going to make you money or focus on kind of getting further what's going to get you success in life so the next one is automate so once you find out what the important things are then you can automate things so i i have i'm a business owner myself i automate a lot of my tasks so i don't have to do it myself a lot of the things that i can go away on holiday now and not have to worry about social, a lot of social media um automating i can um yeah delegate a lot of things i can i have people some people work for me as well. I use a number of employers and they work for me and they essentially can reduce the time I'm spending on kind of meaningless tasks and focus on more higher value tasks. And that's going to essentially push my business along, make me more money and help more people as well. So it's going to actually, if I can focus on higher value tasks, then and actually focus on kind of one-to-one clients or focus on people actually helping them solve their problems, then this is going to actually make it's kind of a win-win-win solution where everyone wins because we're actually getting rid of the kind of the the stuff that's not valuable anymore. And the final L, so D-E-A-L, is this in this acronym is liberation, and this is talking about kind of freedom. How you essentially once you know what you want out of life, and once you have everything um, automated or eliminated, then you, you it gives you freedom to actually do kind of focus on what you want out of life. He in this book he talks about he he became a tango champion which is like a dancing champion because he essentially sold his business for i think millions and it meant it freed up his time to go and do what he want in life he also it wasn't karate but he did some kind of martial arts as well and it kind of in japan i think it was he and this meant he could kind of free up his time to do kind of bigger and better things and kind of get more out of life he's actually also got a podcast tim ferris podcast is really good as well if you want to listen to that podcast is good and yeah highly recommend the four hour work week so any other books have you read the four hour work week please like please subscribe please tell a friend so this is number six in the top 10 books that you should read in your 20s that are going to change your life so number seven we're reaching the end any ones that you would recommend so seven habits of highly effective people this cover looks really a bit creepy and a bit weird but it, I highly recommend this book. It's super amazing. I even think it's it's so good. I think they should teach it in schools. The seven habits of highly effective people, and it's also got some diagrams in it. So that's a really good diagram. 
Um, it's, it's so old, this book. I've read this so many times that the pages are falling out, believe it or not. But yeah, there's a really cool diagram. He talks about moving from dependence to independence to interdependence. And he talks about these are different seven habits. It gives you kind of a framework to follow. So what are the seven habits of highly effective people? What are the habits you should be following to get success in life? So number one is be proactive. Don't just sit back, as we talked about previously, like don't just sit in your house and imagine that there's going to be a, uh, a mansion going to be built in your garden. That's not going to happen. You've actually got to go out into the world and actually do do the work. You've actually got to be proactive, actually go out there and actually make things happen. So number one is be proactive. So number two is begin with the end in mind. So actually decide what do you want? What do you want from life? What he uses the story of, he, which is a bit morbid, but he says, uh, imagine you're at your funeral. It's Imagine you die and people are at your funeral, which sounds really morbid and a bit uh, bleak, but it kind of gives you um, kind of a, a vision into the future where it's saying, actually, what are, gonna, what are gonna people say about you and your life, the way you live? And if, would you like that? Would you like, um, imagine your funeral was tomorrow and people will say stuff about you. What are they gonna say about you? And if you don't like that, you have the opportunity today to change that. You can go out and into the world and change this thing. So he says, actually, imagine, begin with the end in mind. Think about what would happen at the end of your life. And then you can actually work backwards and actually think, actually, what would you do today to change things, to actually, to get to the point where people are talking good things about you at your funeral, where I actually said, yeah, he lived a great life. He did help loads of people and he he lived every life, every day to the max. So yeah, that's that was really impactful for me. The next habit, the seven habits of highly effective people is put first things first. So then what do you do? Imagine you start with the end in mind and what do you do today? Put first things first. What are the important things? He uses this really interesting, um, the what he called, I think he called it the Eisenhower um, matrix. And it's, it's kind of, it's got the, um, think of it like a square. It's got important and urgent. So important and not important, urgent and not urgent. So what you should be doing every day is essentially focusing on the important things and then the urgent things and then getting those done first of all. And But what we tend to do is focus on the not important things and the non-urgent things like social media. It's so easy to get caught up on Facebook or Instagram or TikTok is a, is a, um, it's quite difficult to get caught up and it's actually not going to improve a life. But he talks actually focus on the important things and the urgent things, and that's going to get you f- to success in your life. So the next habit of highly effective people is win-win. Think win-win. So this is you're gonna. So this might be for a customer that is going to win. They're going to improve their life, but you win as well because the customer pays you, and you both win because you get value from from that exchange. And think in in all certs areas of life think win-win how can you benefit but also how can the other person that you're working with benefit as well so it's not about take you're not trying to take from people you're trying to make that you're going to benefit and they benefit as well and it's not about kind of giving all your services away and the other person benefits but then you lose it's got to be a win-win solution so you look for those win-win solutions and that's essentially the habit six uh, habit five and then habit six is be and or habit five so be understood understand and be understood so first of all understand 
what the other person wants or before you kind of launch into your opinions or solutions or kind of what you want out of life understand first actually understand from the other points point of view see it from their shoes and then then so be so understand then be understood then number six is synergize and this is a bit like think synergize is quite a complicated word we might not know what it means but essentially think of it like a team team working together it's going to create more than the individual parts. If you've got a team at work, for instance, you might have a marketing person, you might have someone who's really good at accounts, and then you might have someone in sales. So each of those three people have different strengths. And essentially coming together, they they kind of help their each, each person's weakness, but then they kind of benefit from the strengths. So that's synergizing, that's coming together, working as a team, and essentially that those that team works better than the individual parts. That's number six, synergize. Number seven is sharpen the saw. So he uses the analogy of going out into the woods and starting, cut, if you wanna cut down a tree, starting cutting down a tree, and then you realize you've got a, um, a blunt saw, and then to just keep sawing, you're not gonna get very far because that's a blunt saw, it's not gonna cut the tree down. He says, take five minutes to sharpen the saw and, and then, then cut the tree down because you're going to actually get done quicker if you sharpen the saw and then cut the tree down rather than just continuing to cut, cut the tree with a blunt saw. So with the analogy, this analogy is like, it's like education. People always say, I don't know, I don't have the time for education. But picking up one of these books, any of these 10 books, this is like sharpening the saw. If you read, take time, read these books, take out the key nuggets of information and apply those nuggets to your life, you're gonna be much sharper. You're gonna actually improve your, your job. You're gonna actually improve your success in life. You're gonna actually be better at investing. If you pick up Millennial Money Mindset and learn how to invest, learn from the best, learn from the key principles, you're gonna be much more successful in 10 years from following these key principles than trying to figure it all out yourself, making mistakes or going to a financial advisor and then you'll pay huge fees that's gonna erode your gains. Sharpen the saw is actually getting educated and actually getting, kind of taking those key information and actually improving your life. That, that's gonna be, it might take time now, but it's gonna save you time in the future. So they're the seven habits of highly effective people. So let's run through those again. So be proactive, begin with the end in mind. First things first, win-win solutions, understand, then be understood, synergize, and then sharpen the saw. Any of those that you resonate with you, any of those that you think actually, yeah, that makes a lot of sense, any of those that you wanna to apply today. So that, as I said, number, what was it? Number seven is Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Recommend everyone read this book because it's a classic. It's a classic. It looks a weird front cover, but yeah, highly recommend it. Stephen Covey is it's a really, this, this, this book, I can't tell you how uh, much value this, this single book, how much does it cost? I think I might have even paid like, it says like $15.99, but I don't think I paid that much. Look, it's, as I said, I've kind of read it and it's kind of falling apart, I've read it so much. And it was quite influential for my own book, Millennial Money Mindset. I've put, I've kind of sprinkled some of the, the habits into the books. So if you don't want to read this book, just pick up Millennial Money Mindset and you'll, you'll find all the habits in that book as well. So number eight, number eight. So number eight is the magic of thinking big. 
this is huge. Another one where the, you might think the front cover is a bit cheesy. That all the magic of thinking happened big. You might think this is a bit cheesy, but I, I read this book almost every year just because it is a real mindset change. And it kind of, if you believe you can succeed, then you can. And it gives me kind of a kick up um, the bum to every start of the year to actually think, actually, let's let's focus on my business. Let's do better than I did the year before. I think it turned defeat into victory, think and dream creatively, build confidence and destroy fear. So yeah, I highly recommend this book. I really liked it. It is definitely one of my top 10 books of all time. It kind of gives you a positive mindset. It is, um, yeah, believe you can and you will. So yeah, highly recommend this book. It's, it's definitely the top 10 books of all, these are the top 10 books to read in your 20s. This is another book, it's really easy to read, use really good examples. So yeah, anyone read this, please like. If you have, anyone think of any other books. That's number eight. So number nine is The Tao Te Chi by Lao Tzu. This is a bit of um, a bit of a philosophy book, maybe even religious book. I'm not really, really from a religious background, but yeah, this book is absolutely amazing. It kind of blew my mind when I read this. It's a tiny, real, it's like a, almost like a pamphlet, but it's, I can't remember, I don't know how, what age of this book, but it goes back literally hundreds of years. I'm not sure the age of this book actually. It's like 1000 BC, there you go, 1000 from around 1000 BC. So imagine that. Like, So basically it's one of the thinkers, one of the best thinkers in China. So there are two kind of big kind of thought, uh, I don't want to say religious, because it's not really religious, but it's like essentially the two big thinkers in China are Confucius, and uh, Lao Tzu. So Confucius is very much like follow the rules, do things um, as a set pattern, have kind of routines and processes. Whereas um, Lao Tzu is like flow, like a river, like go with the flow. He talks about the Tao as in like everything around you is a Tao. It's a bit deep and meaningful, but I pick up this book every year and it's something new that I kind of would read and it didn't really kind of, it's a new different kind of, um, take on 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 this work, so highly recommend the Tao Te Ching by um, Lao Tzu. These, the the story goes that um, basically Lao Tzu was um, was a um, government worker, and he was off to the mountains to retire, and basically got stopped at the border, and he was saying, "You can't leave because you've got loads of knowledge." <clears throat> right? What would you recommend before you retire, or what would you kind of talk about before you retire? So he was off on a he was on a water buffalo uh, off to the mountains, and he got stopped by this government official. So he was like, "Okay, fine, I'll stop over tonight, write this book before I go on my way tomorrow and retire." And that's as the story goes, he wrote wrote, uh, wrote the Tao Te Ching, and it's kind of a masterpiece of literature. It's yeah, as every time I pick this up, there's something new that I hadn't kind of um, discovered. I it'd be my desert island. Desert Island Disc, if I got kind of kind of beached on a desert island, I would take this book because every time you read it, it kind of, yeah, you pick up something new. It's very philosophical. It kind of uses analogies and I love that kind of symbolism, analogies, that kind of thing. So yeah, has anyone read that book? Tao, uh, Tao Te Ching by Lao Tzu, highly recommend it. And that's number nine, everyone should read in the 90s. You could probably read this book in like, I don't know, like 20 minutes or maybe even like an afternoon. like but then you can keep going back to it over and over again. So that's number nine. 
And finally, number 10, every book um, that you should read or every, a book that you should read in your 20s. So just pick one book, even one book. I'll, I'll put a link to all the books below. If you are gonna buy these books, please go through my link. I get a small bit of change, pocket change. It takes the money out of these big um, uh, corporations pocket into small business owners like myself. It, any, any small um, contribution really helps my business and means I can reinvest it into more equipment and better, better research and give you to ultimately give you more value. So number 10 is The Automatic Millionaire by David Back or Batch. And this is such a simple book. It's such a simple book, but it's it's one of those things that it's so simple, but lots of people aren't doing it. So the, the idea behind this book is essentially automate your investing. So as soon as you get paid, pay yourself first and set up an automated process, payment process, so every month, a small amount goes off into an investment account or off into a savings account or a trading account. And if you do that, you don't have to think or worry or stress about investing ever again. You can sit back and relax and not even have to do anything. You could even just track the market. It's so easy. It's so such a simple idea, but it's so effective. And a lot of that I talk about in my book, Millennial Money Mindset. And this book was quite influential in my book, Millennial Money Mindset, because it's such a simple concept. He also talks about the latte factor. So if you've heard about, if you're a millennial, you've probably heard about people talking about stop buying coffees and put that money into savings instead. The original concept of that came from this book, The Automatic Millionaire. And essentially it's, it's, it's so simple that essentially that's all it is. Just put a few dollars every month into a investing vehicle or investing platform, investing um, account. And then in a few 10, 20 years time, you'll be a millionaire. It's that simple. But so many people I speak to aren't doing this. I, I speak to so many people like, what, are you saving? No, they, they spend money on, you know, TVs, um, kind of kind of lavish lifestyles, kind of new, the new trainers, rather than actually putting money away for your future. And yeah, it's so obvious, but so many people aren't doing it. But yeah, it's, but I understand the cost of living crisis is increasing. It's harder and harder and harder to do this. But the secret is paying yourself before, pay yourself first before any other bills get taken away. So yeah, it's such a simple idea. But if someone's watching here and you're in your 20s, if you could do this today, you can literally do it. It will take you like half an hour to set up an investment account and then automate it. Do this now and... You'll, you'll thank me in like 20 years time. You'll, you'll have the amount, that, especially with compound interest, the amount that's gonna increase over time. It's gonna be, in, it's in, it's gonna be insane. That just small changes over small incremental um, payments every month. And with that compound interest, it's gonna build up over time. So what's been, that's a 10. So let's go through them again. So, so The Automatic Millionaire by David Back. The Tao De Ji, Tao De Ching by Lao Tzu. What was your favorite? Write in the comments what your favorite was. The Magic of Thinking Big by, I didn't say the, the name, David Swartz. That's a pretty good book. Highly, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. Another great book. Four Hour Work Week by Tim Ferriss. Automating Your Time. Actually only working four hour days, four hour work, work week. Science of Getting Rich 
by Wallace Wattles, super book, amazing book. Now, so I was so impressed by it, I've published it myself. My money tips, Rich Dad Poor Dad, classic book. As I said, the, the original uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad, not this book, this is Rich Dad Prophecy. But yeah, still pretty good book, that one. Donut Economics by Kate Raworth, setting up a um, change from GDP to the donut model. Simon Sinek, start with why. And of course, lastly but not least, Millennial Money Mindset, if you want the fruits, you need the roots, my book. Maybe I'm biased, but I think this is the best book of them all. Essentially, I boiled everything down into the ultimate investing book, and that's what Millennial Money Mindset was. So just buy one book, one book from that, that list could change your life. You can even order, go on audiobook. I'll, I'll put a link to the audiobook, set up a 30-day free trial. Listen to it while you're driving, listen to it while you're cooking, listen to it while you're commuting. And these are gonna change, this is, simple books are gonna change your life. So that's been the 10 books that 20 year olds should read. Which one was your favorite? Please like or comment below. Yeah, any others you'd add to it? I wonder a second video because there were so many video, other books I couldn't fit into this, vid these, this, this video, the 10, I'm gonna do another 10, I think. So would that be useful? Please, yeah, comment below. And yeah, my name's Neil Doig. Hopefully this has been useful. This is Millennial Money Mindset. If you want the fruits, you need the roots. Please like, please subscribe, please tell a friend about this channel. I am the founder of Money Tips. My name's Neil Doig, founder of Money Tips. We are different, we educate, empower, and coach better investing without charging high fees. So we empower you to make your own decisions with monies so you don't have to make, you don't have to pay for expensive financial advise, advisor fees. Thank you so much. Please like, please subscribe, and please tell a 